You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides, your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Guardians, welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 62, recorded March 28th, 2020. The topic for this episode is Inquisition of the Dam, and this will be part one. I will be your host for this episode. This is Hyven. I am Elemist. This is Mrs. Hyven. And this is Orchid. And I'm Baxter. Hi. So... Before we get into the topic for the episode and cover our basic podcast news, of course, we always encourage feedback that can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. Email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Uh, leave us a review wherever you find our podcast. You can come to our Discord. We have a feedback channel there. Um, our personal links are not on here, but you can message Everyone on their own Twitter links, Mrs. Hyven, Orchid, I don't know. Half the time you guys got yours up on here. Yeah, we, they just weren't added. Um, at hey, it's Orchid, at Mrs. underscore Hyven, and at I underscore am underscore element. Sweet. I just didn't remember Twitters. them, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I got you, boo. Oh, and also not on here is our Instagram, Guardians So Flore or Guardians of Lore, because Guardians underscore lore was taken. Sucks. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, you can also find some of our stuff on thelorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. And, of course, as a special guest, we have Baxter. Baxter, where can anyone find you who might be interested? Other than um, the government that's already tracking you. Yeah. Well, governments, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> many yeah. are interested. Wanted by in many countries. If only it was just one. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> mostly you can find me uh well so you can find my my stuff the stuff that i work on at uh the ishtar collective ishtar-collective.net and you can find me uh on twitter at my name is baxter b-a-x-t-3-r because baxter was taken which is an outrage <laughs> uh and also uh, i also run the ishtar call twitter account which is ishtar Call, which is short for collective. Very nice. <gasps> is it? Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> Could be short for whatever you want to imagine it to be. That's we true. Already have a question what other words from the audience. I decided. Oh my God. To... Are you going to ask me an arms question? Yeah, I'm going to ask this question. <laughs> he tweeted at me. It was really nice of him. Oh, I asked the no. question to the greater wide world, um, telling them that we were recording with you. And if we have, if anyone had any questions or comments, do go ahead and leave them. Man at Arms immediately responded, "Can Baxter send me all of the lore items not released in game yet? I needs it now. Do it, goddammit. <laughs> With this gif of Stephen Colbert <laughs> requesting it right now, give it to me now. Um, I mean, not right now. We have to be discreet about these things. I'll okay. I'll speak to him afterwards. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm streaming with Rick tonight, so I will. Um, cool. Yeah. Is that tonight? Yeah, I want. Yeah, I think so. Wait, no, I meant that was a question. <laughs> she was like, "No, Is that, that was what I'm on this <laughs> No, that's uh, April seventh. Okay. Oh, nice. No, we're just we're we'll just catch Orchid on Destiny Unfiltered on April seventh, y'all. 
I'm just checking out your Instagram. Oh, it's yeah. not much. Guardian <laughs> so flore. Yeah, um, it's been a while I since I've posted it. anything, and I'm getting a little bit like itchy because I feel like I need to post something, but I don't really have anything to post right now. Post and I don't want to just post something to post something. Yeah, post something to post something. That's what it's for. I, I can see there's a post here with a man at arms in the post. Are you jealous? Oh yeah, I, mean, I screen capped <laughs> it. Of all of them. Yeah. Do you want us you to want post to, your face? Because you know I need to post something now. Yeah, okay, but we should do something. We should do something great in the... In the... Oh, I don't know. In the photo. Okay. Maybe, now maybe there's we... so much pressure! <laughs> God, too much pressure, guys. Let me see if I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get it? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. Hold on, wait. I can I can do this. I know how to screen grab this, you guys. Hold on. Do you though? Yeah. All right, do I have to do it again? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah, long are you gonna second. make him pose for? Come on, come on. It's hold on, just one second. I'll do the whole podcast like this. <laughs> just in case, you never know when they might grab your photo. <laughs> right. Oh, hold on, Hyven, Alamis, you guys were not ready for that. <laughs> what am I supposed <laughs> to be doing? Just. I don't know. Smile. You looked weird. <laughs> All right. I've forgotten how to smile. Mm, this oh. is not a good photo. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh. Well, between Orkin and I, maybe something has been grabbed. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see towards the end. I have I'll something. see what I can do. Yeah, but it's looking weird. Mm-hmm. So I have something as a backup just in case. All right. All right. So anyways, we're still recording so, a podcast, you guys. Moving right on then. <laughs> we will move right into our This Week at Guardians of Lore, a.k.a. The Twoggle. So, to start out with our special guest, we've already talked about this once, but how did you start? What inspired <laughs> you? Where do you see it progressing in the future? Any thoughts on your whole experience at Ishtar Collective and thoughts you might want to share? Um, hmm, hmm it's a good question. There's, there's many things. Uh, so, uh, how it started, um, so, basically... You know, a long time ago in Destiny 1, uh, Bungie introduced the, the Grimoire cards and there was loads of really cool stuff in there that I I just wanted to... Mainly, I think that, that the main thing was that there were, there were certain references to things and I wanted to find out how different Grimoire cards kind of fitted together. So things like um, Obera Mine, that was one... I remember in Destiny 1 being really obsessed with um, the kind of why there were all of these different items and all of these different grimoire cards that had some mention of the phrase, oh, bear a mine. And they all seem to be related to Ahamkara. So, you know, because I'm a, I'm a software engineer, the way that I solve problems is I try and, you know, I, I'll, I'll write programs to kind of do the hard work for me, really. And... Um, I wrote some really simple programs that would just go through each... They would download the, the Grimoire cards from Bungie, go through each of those cards and find any references to particular phrases. And if it found that that phrase, it would put them into a, a certain group. And um, I kind of used that to find out all the different cards that mentioned Obera Mine. Um, 
and then over you know I, I spent a few days maybe a couple of weeks kind of working on this and finding a few different phrases different patterns or, or, or kind of joining different cards together and it was actually just around the time that uh, House of Wolves came out just before House of Wolves came out that I kind of thought you know I'm doing this work this this could be a website um and then I, you know, I was, I kind of wanted to find some inspiration in the, in the game that would, you know, I, I just liked the idea of creating a kind of a, a, a nerdy name for the, um, for the, for the site. So I called it the Ishtar Collective and, um, yeah, that was it really. I put it, put it online and it was, it became quite, quite popular. Uh, I think, you know, just just as I was quite frustrated with having, you know, with the way that, um, you know, I, I really, I liked all of the different books that Bungie had put the law cards into, but it also meant that a lot of the stories weren't sequential. Um, and I, I think that was kind of intentional on Bungie, Bungie's part. They kind of wanted the community to fit these things together. But, you know, when you're just trying to read a story, that's a really difficult you don't want to jump between all the different pages, and I think a lot of other people found that um, quite kind of time saving and and easier to read as well. And uh, then following on from that, we kind of well um, a few different people. So um, purple purple Chimera, um is one of the the contributors to the to the website and um, has written a lot of the. The summaries on the site, and then someone called Erin joined as well, and and she's written a lot of of summaries for the site, and there's a, there's a bunch of different people. I I can't I can't name oh dear <laughs> I can't name everybody. Um, there's so many there's so many people who've helped in in different ways. Um, uh, one one of one of the people who who helped a huge amount is uh, there was a designer um called Bethany Heck, who contributed a lot of her time to uh like redesigning the, the the site and giving it the kind of look and feel that it that it has today um which is totally awesome by the way yeah it's yeah, very it is very organized seen it very yet, nice. definitely go look just for how awesome it looks yeah i really yeah. like how it looks too oh yeah mm-hmm. thank you it's and i will pass on all of your regards <laughs> to to bethany um yeah she's actually the head of um the director of design at medium.com now oh she um, is yeah i like that she's site. um yeah yeah it's it's very well designed um yeah she's she's really cool and i know she she doesn't really play destiny much anymore so she hasn't really um i haven't kind of heard from her for a while but but she did a really great job at at, at kind of setting up the the you know, like like the designs evolved a little from when she first, like created, uh, her like like vision of of how the design could look. But I still, you know, whenever we add a new feature, I'll still go and look through her designs and think, well, how, how would this fit in with what she originally designed? Um. So yeah, she 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 did a, she did a lot of good stuff. But there's a ton of people, uh, and they're all on our on our credits page, and they've all contributed. Uh, in 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 some way. Sweet man, that's so, yeah. awesome. Yeah, we all appreciate and, it. 
Destiny 1, Grimoire Search, it was more like a treasure hunt than playing a story-driven game, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It can, which can be fun, but it doesn't attract as, as many, I think, as now. Um, especially new people who, who hear a little uh, something interesting, maybe on a YouTube video. Mm. They can now go, you know, well, Bungie also making things books is also easier, but now they can go read a whole story yeah. And kind of get yeah. a lot of appreciation. So I think you've definitely been able to bring a lot of more people together that way and attract them to the story mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Destiny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's, I, uh, you know, like... Oh, sorry, you go. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, it's it's fun for me. I mean, you know, we'll talk a lot on here about, like, how I got into the game being from Hyven. And, you know, one of the big things five years ago when he was talking to me, he'd be like, you know, nobody knows that this game has all this amazing story and da da da. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I listen to podcasts and there's this website and he's like, look, see all this stuff and da da. So, I had to like, explain to her what the term lore even meant. She wasn't a video, she wasn't like, a gamer. She really didn't do a lot of like reading or in depth mm-hmm. story analysis on various games. <laughs> so um, it was all But it's just funny because, you know, early on in our relationship, three things that I remember him really talking about were Focus Fire Chat, Guardian Radio, and Ishtar Collective because of all the ways that these incorporated the story from Destiny. And that was one of the big reasons he loved Destiny and thought like a lot of people were missing out on things because they didn't understand the story. So it's mm. just so funny how everything's come full circle and like. It feels really, like, weird to me to be talking to the guy who, like, created the website that I remember hearing about five years ago in the beginning of my, like, <laughs> now marriage and, like, being Maybe on Focus Fire Chat. Like, all of those things feel very weird when they were just, like, these little <laughs> things I was trying to remember to, like, make him like me more early on. <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea it was your life. Right. And no, now you're actually but... taking part in all of it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a brilliant the only example. reading I do is lore. That's a brilliant it's example. It's interesting, like the way that the way that you tell that story, it it almost feels as though like I'm partially responsible for your relationship. <laughs> you that's exactly what I was thinking, man. From that story, man, that's yeah. exactly totally. what you should get. Mm-hmm. You blue, green. I mean, the three of you. It's what made mm. this marriage work. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> well it, fo- back then, that wasn't what focused fire even was. It was uh, blue, Willie. And um, oh, Justin, that's true. the early days, and yeah. Guardian Our Radio doesn't even exist paying. anymore. But they had a, <laughs> they've gone through so many different casts. So the only one who's really been yeah. constant has been Baxter. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Plot <laughs> twist. All right. I well, I guess we will. That's a. What's oh you, yeah? Ooh. I know, right? That's what I. That's what I get nice. a lot of my lore done too. I'll come home mm-hmm. and I'll actually still want to play and do things so at lunch i'm like well i'll stuck call him work, during lunch is... and he's like babe i'm trying to read the new lore cards that just dropped yeah <laughs> beginning of the season like when i was going busy. to pick right. up yeah like when i was picking up callie so both of our dogs came yeah. from california and i like flew oh out God. to get them and i think that's when is that when inquisition of the dam came out no that was when no. the revelation no, that shin malfer uh, Shin Malfar, yeah. that one. And I just remember I'm Bale. like between flights, like because I did four flights in 24 hours to go to California, pick up a dog, bring her back. And I had a layover both ways. And I'm like in the middle of a layover and I'm just like calling him to tell him like, hey, landed safely, getting prepped for my next plane. Da, da, da. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm reading the new Laura. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, babe, babe, I, I got to get to my next plane and like go get our dog. They, they dropped <laughs> like, a whole lot of lore around babe. the forsaken time, you know, it was a busy time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Forsaken was a big deal. It was a big drop. So. 
It's yeah, right. Just the amount of books that you guys were inundated with, I'm sure, yeah. was a very busy yeah, time. It was, it was great. Um, really, Connor? <laughs> She's just mad when I grab Callie every time. She just ran over here, woke up, ran over here, and started growling. Well, you know, speaking of Kona and Callie, many people are in quarantined. <laughs> yep, Anyone sure. doing anything fun or are you quarantined? I know myself personally, yeah. I am out of work for two weeks. Ivan's so. going insane, you guys. No, I'm actually enjoying mm. it, but I, mm. my body is I'll come not home and he'll to... be like, hi! <laughs> I've only had the dogs talk to all day. Hi! Well, you should. Wow. You're the only He's other like, person I talk to. Let me bounce all these to, ideas so. off of you. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Like, I'm not working more, but it definitely feels more stressful, so I'm exhausted. Because mm. I am not quarantined yet. Yeah. Like Elmas, the state, like for you, working at home? the state that that we live in isn't on lockdown or anything yet, but my workplace is telling people work from home. So at this point, I'm having a hard time differentiating <laughs> home and work because it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, mm. my workplace told everyone to try and work from home as much as possible, and then only like three people did. So I don't really know what we're supposed to be doing. She's like half And then home. I tried to work from I home on half work. days this week and got an email about this new attorney who was coming next week. And could I switch back to full days next week? And I was like, so don't work from home is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so, see, yeah. the guidance that my company put out was you may work from home. I went into work, not this it was like the next Monday after they posted it. Your weeks it. are running together. <laughs> right, right. It, it was the Monday after they posted the, the guidance, you know, that you may work from home. I was getting the stink guy for actually going into work. <laughs> Some co- Different companies have different policies. Yeah. Yeah. Are you at I home, think Baxter? It can be difficult. As a software am, engineer, yeah. do you work at home already? or? No, so I, 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 my previous job, I did work remotely like full time like there was no office and i hated it i really it wasn't that i hated it the people that i worked with were really nice but i just i hated the i I didn't like how isolated that i felt um and so i started working at a a new place it was quite a few years ago now um and they like they actually don't especially like remote working um but then when when things started i think it was about three or four weeks ago now i've lost time has become a blur um i think it was about three weeks three weeks ago well no about four weeks ago my team kind of said there's about 30 to 40 people on on my kind of um wider team and they said they were going to do a trial of, of working from home just to make sure that if if anything happened they wouldn't like everybody would be prepared for it yeah um and then the following week the company announced that they were going to close all of the offices so um it was <laughs> which was good actually because i feel as though if they'd kind of just said try and work from home then <laughs> a lot of people probably would have still gone in yeah. um well, but exactly they, they, that's 
It creates a limbo. It yeah. creates a very weird, like, do I, don't I, am I supposed to be here or not? Like, And that's yeah. kind of what I feel like right now, um, you know, because my company is not trying to shut down until absolutely possible because there's a lot mm. more that can get done in the office and you can get paid for more of your time if you're in the office. Um, but yeah, so it's it's very weird because you're right. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm not supposed to leave like half day when I do. But at the same time, I'm like, no, 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 I, I got an email saying this was okay. But then at the same time, it's like, do I, don't I? And so that that limbo is what's got me really kind of stressed out right now. Well, as the you? one West Coast, West Coast person on this podcast where all three yeah. states are under quarantine and we are not allowed outside, it is against the law for me to be outside, actually. We get a class mm. yeah, C misdemeanor if we are caught outside in groups more than two. Yeah. Um, so, so is I everything played... shut down for you? Like yep. going out to the store and everything? You guys are falling. Even just like stuck. the grocery store? Oh no, down? you can go to the grocery store like once a week. But like by yourself, don't look yep. at anyone else. And, and all the home. lines <laughs> are there are people there to like make sure you're more than six feet apart. Yeah. Which makes so does that mean like, work, so does that mean work for you is completely F. closed too then, huh? No, because I am a critical tree searcher. Um, so you are allowed to go to work. In, like, you're just... <laughs> I, yeah, you're allowed you're to go the... to work. She's no, no, no. essential so personnel only if you're can still go to work. Can you go to work? So yeah, and our work in our entire industry is considered <laughs> essential. So we all have to be That's at cool. work. People are hoarding toilet paper. Yeah, and I'm assuming there's not a lot of uh, working from home in chemistry. So. No, I can't do chemistry <laughs> from home. I was just I talking about that upon. the other day, and they're like, "Well, yeah." I'm just gonna take were, home you know, some of the that's stuff. That's called making meth. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, if I'm cooking meth at home, like that's it's my side project. That's not my my critical tree search, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, can't no, I go to work. Home. That's I go to work talk. every morning like usual, but my hours have been like insanely long because yeah. everyone yeah. needs something. Like our courthouse is doing like weird hours i know um all of the clerks over at the courthouse right now they're working every other day like they have an a team and a b team and they're working 12-hour shifts so it's to reduce the amount of people there but also up the amount of work getting done because there's so much transition and movement that has to be done on all of the court cases that have officially been continued and it was such a struggle because for like the last two, three weeks, every court, so every county, and then within those counties, there are three different courts. There's circuit, general district, and juvenile. Every single freaking court was doing something different until the federal court for Virginia was just like, nope, everybody listen to us. This is what we're doing. And they only announced that like yesterday. And we were like, finally. Jeez. Because people were literally having to make spreadsheets to figure out what every different court was doing. And it was getting so out of hand. Like, you just couldn't keep up with it. That was the other thing that was so incredibly stressful. You were like, is my case continued? Is it not? Do I need to ask for a continuance? Is it automatically done? Oh, no. My case is right outside that window. So I still have to do depositions next week. And you just wanted to kill yourself. Oh, Jeez. no, mine's just <laughs> I have to be at work and we've like really increased production as much as possible. So we're yeah. just like shipping an insane amount of product right now because people need to wipe their butts. Apparently, they're trying to say that my company can be essential personnel. So hopefully we'll come back. But we'll see. Currently, I you know, I can't do a uh, carpentry and museum building on my balcony. So 
I'm out of work with no pay really for a couple weeks. Try, so it sucks. But... Okay, That's no. Cool. Well, I actually brought out a personal table, project. Yeah, I just finished. You guys can't see it. Every but time a... he sprays it, he like has to re like sand it because like one time he sprayed it and like as it was drying, he found a bug, and then another time he found like <laughs> Kona hairs, and it was just like God damn it. Yes, you guys <laughs> can't see it, but I finished my nice, beautiful scrapwood table from finally. So I've been at home. Like I built it at work some time back, but it's just I've been coding it on the balcony show like, every day. it's really nice Ivan. it's made of, of i can't yeah, really so well. i'll show you pictures why later why did that sound i'm so gonna sexual. come in there and do it for you gosh do it, it mrs hyven they need to see your majestical table show Eventually. it to me i'll t- i will Can post I it you? i okay. need to see it now oh we it's can really put it on beautiful. the instagram yeah we'll put it on instagram yeah good idea it's made out of leftover cedar from national park signs you guys it's all scrap. So I it's kind of cool. Took a bunch of scrap wood like and put it all back to together and made it big again. Yeah. Mm. I just like that it's like leftover from like kind of like what Orca does. You know, she cool. she puts it. She kills trees. I'm just kidding. They take the trees apart <laughs> and then they put them back together so that you guys can wipe your butts. Well, we take it's trees tree apart and then I put them back to yeah. Yeah. I have more My of a compressed tree. My coworker decided tree. it was tree sausage. Yeah. And I'm you like, exactly. Accurate, but wrong. <laughs> I have smaller boards, not quite sausage, but. Is there anything on your table right now? Can I come take a picture right now? No, but I did not keep track of time. I think our twoggle's probably gone on for. uh... Um, uh, We didn't answer the question question anyway. Do anything fun in Destiny this week? Okay. Do we have yeah, time? How much time do we have? Do we have time for Guys, this? Guys, quick. Who cares? Go. 903 without my artifact right now. And I'm really proud of myself because I've never done the light grind to the point where now I'm actually going to have to start doing material grinds to masterwork armor, which I've also never done. Yeah. Congratulations. Ooh. This is wow. like her first season getting hardcore. Her and one of my buddies. I'm also action. like level 52 on the season pass, which I've never been this yeah. high. Oh my You're God. You're than farther me. than me. <laughs> I My bounty game has been on point. She's been going hard <laughs> on that. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Same thing. I I've been I'm just basically so helping her and my buddy grind because I hit well max not pinnacle but I hit the you know soft cap. Yeah. So I've just been doing the same thing, bounty grinding with her. It's been actually yeah. really fun. I've never had anyone else to play with, guys. my wife to play with. So now she actually plays the my game. My entire inspiration for Man. this has literally just been to attempt to be a good wife and try and level up enough to play trials with my husband. Which you are oh, this, this week. Not- we'll be doing. I ended up later. having a lot of fun myself from it, but my whole goal was just so I could be a good teammate for him and have along the way found a lot of fun for myself. Oh, so yep. wow. For myself, we did we did the Nightfall and Legend um, oh, last which night. Is like the hardest she's I've ever done. Never anything. done anything that was like non, you know, like matchmaking. So having to have a fire team with locked loadouts was new for her. So I took her I've and a buddy through. We didn't get the hundred thousand score, <laughs> but we finished it without any wipes. So I was yeah. very. Hey, that's was, that's impressive. So it was new for yeah. them. Well, I'm I'm unfortunately Mrs. Hyven's favorite weapons are swords, wrist runner, and like hand cannons. So all those close quarter weapons are, life. are, are a little, little rough in uh in in PVE high level PVE running up and sorting the enemy doesn't always work. I, I don't think so I understand. I'm, I'm trying if to teach her how to use some other like, some other weapons. I'm gonna make you a gift, and it's gonna be a real life risk runner, even if it's just small or whatever. Like a real life risk runner would probably be the coolest gift ever for me because it is she my baby, and I use it in everything, even Crucible and like Iron Banner. And Hyven was like, honey, honey, have you ever been killed by Risk Runner in any of those matches ever? (laughs) And I was like, no. And he was like, yeah, there's a reason. It's not a bad weapon. It's just not 
all competitive for all activities, but you do but a I love fine it. I job. I sit there with and it. I play, and as I play things and I get hit with arc damage, I'm like, oh, ho, ho, this was your first mistake. I have too much fun. <laughs> what about you guys? That's what we've been doing. <laughs> Anyone do anything fun? Elvis, did you I... steal a photo of Baxter and make it your image on Discord? Yeah. Did you just pull? <laughs> Baxter is the center oh of attention God. for uh, for screen grabs. Man, everyone wants yeah. to be Baxter. Oh you know, there, there was when I was talking about the Ishtar Collective, I kind of paused halfway through because I I, I saw. I was that. wondering why. And I was like, uh, okay, just focus. <laughs> you can get through this. Nobody else oh knows. <laughs> oh my god this is terrible. now you have to leave your photo like this until at least after the episode drops on friday so other people can come yeah, see what the heck we're right. talking about so now right. you're stuck like this elemist hey that's fine with me minds, though. i think he thinks it's funny <laughs> you know what yeah. this reminds me of though it also reminds me of that time some kid turned in destiny lore from the ishtar collective as their homework <laughs> yeah. I love and that. you yeah. changed your name <laughs> yeah. on twitter that, that was, was amazing. Oh, I yeah. loved it. Mm-hmm. It was great. That's that what this reminds so me of. Pre- Freaking so Baxter is always getting his identity stolen. <laughs> yeah. Oh by Baxter. by children, by Elemis, by who? It wasn't Anon. Who was it? Who did it? Um, it was Rhino. Lord. Yeah, Rhino. Rhino. There we go. Yeah, that was Good fun. Times. Yeah. Anyone else do anything else in Destiny this week that we should? I discuss? did try. I got one to discuss. Oh, nice. What was that? I. How did you get on? We only got we only got four wins. I'm gonna play again tonight. See if we can actually get flawless. So I'm gonna to play to with a different here. group. I played with my uh, Destiny BFF and my friend Mandy yesterday, and so she'd never done trials before. So it was her first trials, and then we got our first win, and she was very excited. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. But I think I've gotten reset our trials like, whenever you guys. Yeah, I think we reset our cards like three <laughs> times. You guys, so. you guys, should, we should hopefully rough. have a more successful take. They were forty levels under everyone we were playing against the first week we tried it. So I think you guys yeah. will have a better time this week. So the yeah. fact that you got one win in those conditions like that's impressive mrs hyben mm-hmm. it was awesome yeah My it was that morale booster me. we won our first game the first week trials came out like the first and then all the games after that everyone was like a thousand plus light mm-hmm. and we were all at 960 and so they very quickly realized that they didn't want to play much anymore so we, like, we've well, been holding on let's go grind for levels uh for me like i just today i tried comp i figured hey People are going to be doing Iron Banner and Trials. I'll jump into comp and see if nope. I can hit Legend. God, no. Nope. It is <laughs> sweaty as shit right now because everyone's done with their bow. Sweaty. So it wasn't too bad. I all in comp right now. Yeah, I've been doing comp a little bit on and off, so I don't have to hit Legend all in the last week like I tried to last week. So I got Mythic 1 yesterday and took a break. But I've also had a whole week off of work and not as many people were playing yeah. maybe during the day. But yeah. It's, I feel like a lot of people are playing elimination. So the people who are in comp are the people who really want to be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I gained 300 points. Nice. But Good job. I'm only at like 1,800 now. <laughs> I'm at 300. So I want to get Mrs. Hyven recluse because I think she would, and then she could have a weapon that's non exotic that is still She's... a beautiful SMG for her. She wants yeah. recluse, hey, so Heroes it Burden did me some good um, yesterday in locked loadouts yeah. when he wouldn't let me have my risk runner or my sword. Uh, Heroes Burden's a great one also. 
could have used my sword on all those ads. There's, Didn't know what the fuck I was Breath doing of the with dragon that too. If you get it's all about her <laughs> sword. Hey, that I love is, my sword. That's how you see it, almost. There's a W. I'm trying to keep her with the same archetype, so keeping her at the 900, something she's used to. Yeah. But yeah. What about you, Baxter? You looked like you were going to well, say something. I I got point of the point of the stag this morning, so that was nice. Nice. Um, How do you enjoy it? Are you yeah. a are you a, a a lover of bows? A dabbler of bows? I I would say I am a dabbler, a dabbler of bows. Um, I do. I when bows were first released, I I really liked them. Um, just because they're so different, you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of yeah. fun. Um, but the thing is, I think I'm only like nine, about nine eighty. So playing, there was a few times using it when I would like, you know, I'd get like a a headshot on somebody in Iron Banner, and they'd still have like a sliver of health left, and I'd be like, oh no, it's really annoying. So yeah, um, need to need to grind a little bit more before I can make good use of it. No, still, I'm glad I got it. Now, as far as that bow is concerned, like, I don't see why people are hating on it. It's not bad. I thought it was pretty... It's, it's, it's pretty yeah, solid, it's I a... think. I was able to to snipe, or a bow, a uh, titan out of his... Um, super? Uh, bottom tree uh, striker super. Mm. Like, he was running mm-hmm. right at me. I had Vorpal and everything. It, was it just, is unique. It was so the amazing. Fact, yeah. The fact that you have a bow that's kind of specialized for taking out supers makes it very interesting. I do like. Yeah, that. I, 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 I think it's really good. It's a really nice bow. Uh, I wasn't aware that people were hating on it. I must not have. Uh, I think it's it more of the people that. are mad so, that it's the only "quote unquote" ritual weapon for the season. Ah, well, yeah. Everyone that's wants. what yeah. I'm upset about. Is that I have this yeah. is the only thing I had to chase, and I already have it. So I'm like. Mm. What am I gonna do yeah. now? Hit legend. Just and keep on go flawless and trials. Bunkers. I guess you just—it's the activities <laughs> now. There's no like weapons to like, farm for. It's the <laughs> bunker upgrading. They had like no explanation on how to do it. There's like no. It was a little rough to figure that all and out. And so first, I'm like, yeah. what am yeah. I doing? Until like yeah. Rick took me and we unlocked the moon bunker and then did a bunch of lost sectors. And he's like, no, you have to do this. And then you yes, have to it, do this. I'm like, yeah, oh. it's like a very specific yeah, order to get it, the most. Yeah, bang exactly. For your it's fun. not like overcomplicated, but there was no explanation. Once you know how yeah. it all, it, it makes sense. But it was kind of a, I'm supposed to turn something in, but I got to get some mm-hmm. currency, and then I'm going to grab these things and these things, and yeah. I look forward to whatever the yeah. secrets that are not on the uh, roadmap that will be yeah. Having, so Yeah. Me too. I mean, it's kind of fun so far. I, mean, I don't it trust is spring. Rasputin, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> I will be interested to see what they do with the story. Yeah. Mostly. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Hook us up and with the st- lore. And we still have like one season after this. Yeah, yeah. summer. I forgot exactly for Sabbath Noon to come in and ruin your whole day. Season almost. of the Redacted. Woo! It's true. All right. Well, Guys, should we move into the? I topic? just want to finish this twaddle out by saying one thing. Hmm. Is this an SM? Okay. What do you? Can we not talk into the microphone like this? Maybe no, she's being really serious. That's why she's talking like that. 
Anywho, um, <laughs> I just wanted to let you guys know that one of the other things that happened this week in Guardians of Lore was we officially started, and by we, I mean Orchid, a Pet Picks Discord <laughs> chat Yes, um, in our server that was actually started today on Saturday. Um, it has already been the most amazing thing of my life. I just um, love how everyone so wanted a venue for that. No, I didn't even know, but like in three minutes after she made the channel, there were like ten different pictures of people's pets. Oh yeah, that's what it's people wholesome. are doing, it's man, in their free wholesome. time right now. We yeah. need wholesome right now because that's everything right. sucks yeah. at the moment. So I was like, I want <laughs> pet pics, but it's basically amazing. And so if you haven't already had a chance to a go look at it and b put in your little pet, whether they be furry or even a hairless cat, I don't care. I'm not gonna judge. Go for put it. Put it in a sweater and first. So I don't want to see no naked cat. Or your iguanas. <laughs> Why do they have to be mammals? Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. I if you have, have a goldfish, I want to see it. I want to know its name, and I want to know the history of its name. But I thought his name was Goldfish. Oh, yeah, we do have a Goldfish. Well, maybe if you're unoriginal. <laughs> I was an original child and named my two Goldfish Wanda and Cosmo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, does anyone else want... What? Wait, you said you wanted the last word, so I guess we'll move on. Is that it? I just wanted to say one last oh, thing. Oh, okay, Not okay. the last word. Well, if nobody has else, anything else to add for the Twoggle this week, we'll get into our topic. Nope. That was a... Cra- crazy idea, right? I'm ready. Everyone... Yeah, well, Elmas gave me this, like, real, like, stink eye message right after I added it. He's like, permissions <laughs> have been set. I'm like, wow. Okay. Attitude... <laughs> Elmish doesn't well, like, like when we go and create new channels because like, we don't know what we're doing. It's just open to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> or it, it was open, open to everyone. It's like when everyone. I created the 50th it's episode. Including people one. who haven't agreed to our rules. Yep. And you know Elmish everyone needs for his rules. Oh, the joys of, of a Discord. Well, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into our topic. So the... Okay, so intro into the topic. Uh, this details the lives of sons and daughters of Crota after their father's demise. It's obtained by finding collectibles on the moon and inside the pit of Heresy Dungeon. And it is basically just the story of what is going on with the hive on the moon right now without any proper leader to rule them. So we can go ahead and get right into the lore book readings. Um, Are you going to do uh, problematic words? Nah, it's gonna be more. This fun entire me. book is full of problematic words, guys. Give it your butt. Give it your best go. Give my butt. <laughs> give it your. Give it your best go. Uh-huh. Give it your butt. Mrs. Ivan, you are you are the first reader. I am. Um. Hopefully, I. Okay. Good. It's short. Um. Sorry. The doorbell is gonna ring in like the next five minutes. So. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Do you have the ability to see the future? Yeah. <laughs> No, I just That's got a text amazing. message. Somebody's oh, dropping right. something off after leaving Walmart. <laughs> uh, like, oh my god. Yeah. All right, let me read this before the doorbell rings. Okay. 1.1 1. 1 of tattered blood and broken bone. Malkanth's blasphemous desire. The bloodline is severed. The remaining heirs would argue otherwise. Their blood ties and bone bond to the last king of the Osmium court Mark them as candidates for ascension, but such is not granted freely. All evolution is forced, 
and the sword logic will not rest idle as spoiled children claw for purchase at the vacant vacant throne of vanquished kings and princes. I see them as they are, liars, pretenders, as their king, as his prince. The whole of the court's lineage is unworthy. History would say otherwise, but history is not truth. That I alone see the flaw in our future as a crime for which all others shall be punished. This one's short and sweet. I like it. That's all I have. <laughs> it's all sword logic nonsense. Like this, that's this entire yeah. book. Well, this I don't is get it. these first couple well, cards are are setups for kind of the 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 story that we're gonna get. Right. Um, and they're they're viewed from the they the first three specifically come from the viewpoint of one of the siblings who are going to be the main central point of this this book. So this specific one is Malkinth, and this is Malkinth's blasphemous desire. And basically just going over now that there's no proper king, that nobody in the court's lineage is really worthy of the throne, and that basically everyone's just fighting over who, with, you know, with, with the rules of sword logic, who has the power to to take that seat at the throne? And their so viewpoint is their that nobody. Entries. Kind of. The first couple are really just like, yeah. This is an introduction. Mm-hmm. It just. Mm. I feel like after hearing it, it was just like a guy that was like scribbling furiously in the diary. He was like hiding under his bed. <laughs> that he doesn't want anyone to read. I think Malkanth is is a woman, is a female hive. Is yes. it? I don't know. Yes, Mal. There's the two part. sisters and one brother, mm. and if I remember right, the other two have. So I, is it uh, Acrazul? Is the Acrazul is the male? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Backstory so one here because like I wouldn't wizards. have known that. I wrote. I wrote some. <laughs> I wrote some notes down before. You're so much more prepared. It than does. It, it will make it makes I'm it more clear later on in the cards. But yeah, if there's mm. not really. A, it's kind of hard to keep track of that if you don't. Look at that man. Notes so prepared. I love this. I love this professionalism. I used oh, to take thank, notes. Oh my god. I should go back to that. That was great. So yeah. two things I want to point out here. Uh, they are specifically calling out Oryx's line. Um, you know the last king of the Osmium Court. That is Oryx, the Taken King. Um, second thing, Malkanth, we actually do see in-game. He is the final boss of the Pit of Heresy. Oh, hey, yeah, I was yelling at him the other day. Yes, or we, she. It would be nice to do at some point. Yes, she. She, sorry. We call the big <laughs> jewel in the middle. We said his mom, but I guess her mom. Because we're like, we're bagging your mom. Because we get on top of it and bag it. I have a friend who bags me as I res, and it always makes me laugh. I do, too. He did it yesterday when I was really frustrated. (laughs) I know. It made me think of you calling out Rick last week. But um, I liked it because I was getting frustrated about dying so much. And I was just like, I feel like this just makes me laugh as you res me. And so it calms me back down and helps me play my game better. So not all teabagging is bad. (laughs) 
<laughs> Moral of the story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I wanted to point out that also their their viewpoint here is that, of course, so the, the bloodline, the candidates for Ascension are of the bloodline of Oryx. However, they bring out that the sword logic will not just rest idle as basically children are fighting over the throne. So the viewpoint of Malkanth is that this lineage quite possibly has seen its day, that instead of looking for an offspring of the Osmium Court, um, we're going to see that they have a plan in motion to, in reality, they're almost, at parts, they, they go even around sword logic, even stating that even sword logic is flawed. So it's really interesting that this is, a, this is definitely a different view from Hive than we're used to in the very classic sense of like Crota and Oryx. These are kind of like Neo-Hive, if mm. Hive were religion. Yeah, kind of. That is true. All right. Non-denominational hive. <laughs> there we go. I like it. You heard it here first. <laughs> I regret right. everything. All right. You shouldn't. I think that was um, a great term. I was just typing, so I thanks. couldn't speak at the moment. I appreciate that was, you. That was an amazing term, actually. Yep, I appreciate you. This is why you she's know, my Alamus, favorite. Not Alamus, I mean. Elemis. Orchid. Orchid's all- no offense, Elemis. You're great. I don't know why I just said your name with such disgust. Um, Orchid's always got the best terms. There we go. Uh, it's, it's fine. Wait, I said who my said own name friendship with bracelet last week? Was that Orchid or Green? We decided that the Warlock's arm uh, thingy is was now going to be called a friendship bracelet. I think that was Green. Mm-hmm. I came so up with it. So that was also a solid term. Did you? you? Yeah. I'm well, still then winning good- in terms. Elemis does good have job. great terms. Good job, Elemis. Yay! proud of you no oh, more man. disgust in the name <laughs> <laughs> well we love you, shall Elements. we move on you to our I next do. card yeah we shall Orchid oh look i get one. to read yes. no mm. what do we say is this one dot two yeah is that how i'm saying it all right i said 1.1 1. 1, i think 1.2 1. okay this is card 1.2 of tattered blood and broken bones Akrizul's impotent rage. There are none. Their strength is a shade of that required by the sword's logic demand for blood and pain. They, as all, must be made to suffer for their worth to be evident, but they fear such ends. I am no inquisitor by right or title, yet I see clearly through the sullied haze of their ambitions. They speak of honor and nobility. They have none. They crave power, not truth. They seek evolution, but cannot comprehend its price or meaning. They want only because they want these heathen saviors forewarned in prophecy. Come from the depths to feast upon those weakened by our loss and our struggle against enemies more brutal than time. I fear the path you court, sister, is a rebuke of more than tradition. You challenge understandings mapped upon flesh, bone, and the very essence of centuries beyond knowing. You seek to unmake the logic for selfish gain. Such is a treasonous affront. Others have tried. Others have been held to account for such callous sin. Yet, as I look upon the lustful offspring of our once king, and I see cowards. I see our end, written in greed. 
the aftermath of a feeble rain. Such is not how I would see us fall, ridden to oblivion by spoiled heirs and would-be heroes born of the desperate throngs who only now, after the battles have been fought and our war lost, find their courage here in the wake of our undoing. So, Baxter, they've that given was... you the honor of your first thoughts oh. on this card. Um, yeah, well, that was beautifully read. Thank you, Orchid. And, um, yeah, I think it's just really interesting. You know, we, we, we kind of have this view of the Hive as being kind of all this, not exactly all the same, but, you know, um, the, the, the sword logic is so embedded into their culture and it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see that there are people not you know like like there there are certain things that um like Savathun kind of questioned the sword logic um but you you didn't really see any evidence of any any of the like acolytes and knights and the the kind of the people below oryx the people below the the the, the um the court having any independent thought and any kind of, um, you know, you, you kind of just imagine them as like mindless drones almost, but it's really cool seeing how they, they do actually, how at least some of them do question the, the kind of the rules that are told to them by the, by their leaders. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Especially, you know, with the, with the way that the tithing system was just set up, you think of mm -hmm. them as just mindlessly, gathering power and passing it up the food chain and it's very rare that we really even get any thoughts of just a, a, a random a random hive i guess up to this point these these hive had no specific position i mean they have no position in the court they have no point of power they're just kind mm -hmm. of part of of, of the, the greater machine so this is a and I, it, I you know it's fitting that she said that sabathun is one who sometimes has questioned sword logic as well, well as this book continues but it is very interesting that you know there's a lot of, of viewpoints by the hive and we're going to see how some of these kind of work together definitely Does anyone have anything else specific uh, this one was very straightforward again it's just introductions um but we're starting to see like some dissension in the hive ranks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I looked at the point where um, Akrazil specifically says, "I feel fear the path you court, sister, is a rebuke of more than tradition. You challenge understandings mapped upon flesh, bone, and the very essence of centuries beyond knowing." And, and so it's almost like there it's not just you're not just following tradition at this point this is you know the sword logic is what made the hive what they are as a race even to the fact that they've completely changed from krill to hive so i think that they are we'll find that the siblings are on kind of the same path uh, but they're understanding that like what they're what they're challenging is more than just the status quo they're they're trying to rewrite the existence of the hive like altogether. They seek to unmake the logic. Yeah. Um, it's Some also it's very accusatory, accusatory and not like 
instead of it being a journal entry now, I feel like she's just going to like stick it in an envelope and just like throw it in her <laughs> sister's and brother's like mailbox and be like, oh, yeah, like blast mystify desire, impotent rage. There's just some. Yeah, it's very, very forceful strong thoughts. language. Yeah, yeah right. very strong language for just personal thoughts. I'm just like, wow, are you shouting this at people? I wonder if the hive have any any other volume control though. Like, is it always just rage? <laughs> yeah, is that yeah. just the characteristic of them? As... Yeah. <laughs> All it's caps. such a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't control the volume of my voice. <laughs> All caps all the time. Yep. Oh, Next card. Baxter right. gets to read it. Okay. 2.3 of Tattered Blood and Broken Bone. Azavath's eager embrace. You of us all have suffered and survived, brother. To many, your severing is a mark of shame. To many, you should have fallen to dust before returning to the depths in defeat. My ire, as echoed by my song, would challenge these claims. Those who demean you, Akrazul the severed knight, Akrazul the shamed, the weak, the undone, they are one and the same with those who never dared face the undying light. They are the enemies of our promised morrow. Those who watched from the shadows while your bone shattered and your limb was cast into the hollowed dark beneath this moon's scarred surface. I too see the sin in our dear sister's words, more so in her intention, but I also see a pride in all we were meant to be, all we were promised. Why then give thanks to heirs come to offer salvation? when such a gift is beyond their giving. I am with you, dear sister. I am with you, dear brother. Let us each suffer to ensure the path, till dust or ash or God standing high upon eternity, burdened by our sacrifice. For are we not worthy? If not by ancestral right, then as those wretched few who would never seek power, but to keep its disease from the hands of the corrupted. Very well read, Baxter. I just oh, like listening you. to Baxter talk. <laughs> right? Yep. Um secretly like, I want to be here. Yeah, you need you need to read oh, yeah. all on Ishtar Collective there needs to be a, an audio button where you just read the cards. <laughs> that I would be a serious undertaking. Oh man. What's that? I would do that. I would just pick everybody who would read them. I have a list. Now Baxter just has to read them all. Just no, that's really hard for one person. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. A that's a lot of reading. You need some exactly. variety. Reading. For sure, for yeah. sure. Um, the way this this entry was worded, it kind of sounds like the middle sibling trying to get the other two to see <laughs> that you guys shouldn't be fighting. I agree. I think Azavath has always kind of been the more neutral party, whereas Malakin like and Akrazal, yeah, is kind of like they're they're very strong personalities, and Azavath seems to be kind of like the middle middle ground. Yeah. Um. 
any other thoughts? Anybody? I think it's kind of, you know, it's interesting. You know, you, you it's hard to know what like family bonds in hive civilization is is really like. Because, like, obviously we know that, like, um, Oryx and um, Savathun and uh, Zivu Aratha are all related and they care, they care deeply about each other in a twisted kind of way. And, and we know that Oryx cared about Crota, again, in a kind of a twisted kind of way. Um, but it definitely feels like um, Akrazul and Azavath very close you know um so akrazul is he's kind of been so he's he's lost his arm i guess fighting guardians and you know like like azavath is so angry at the people who you know she she's not she's not even angry at the guardians it doesn't you know she's not saying you know i hate the guardians who did this She's saying that she hates the hive who weren't, you know, the, who judge her brother when they, they've, like, hid in the darkness and not, and not gone out and fought the guardians. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. Which is kind of, um, I don't know, I, I, I think that's really, it's really, again, it's an, it's an interesting perspective to see. You, you, you would expect the hive to be you know, angrier at the light than than they would be at the other hive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting because as we continue on, we're going to see that there's like the group. I think, you know, she's, she's specifically talking to this group of nobles that kind of, because of family lineage, can stand in the shadows and just throw basically lives at the guardians. And I think that part of it is the fact that they acknowledge that you know you cannot they don't they have never earned that power they were given yeah. that power because of family ties you know oryx took to get his power crota over a lot of time and hardship eventually fought to get that power whereas this group of nobles is basically kind of just standing in the background and i think that she would rationalize that her brother even based off of sword logic has done more to mm -hmm. be honored than you know this group that just as you said is just kind of like hiding in the shadows not even facing yeah. the light um and then but yeah and then as elemist mentioned the the two siblings at first kind of do maybe bicker a little bit at each other but you know, she goes on that she is with them and that they can stand together to to basically t to continue on so think that they all bring something like very different to the mm -hmm. both we're gonna Definitely. see they all have their own roles that they play in this whole plan but just their like personality and then just um especially since to me at the very beginning azavath seems like maybe one of the lesser characters because of having a lesser personality maybe not as forceful but as it continues on we see that azavath is a very very like integral one to this whole story which is very interesting for me to kind of see the role reversal of how a less fiery character can kind of turn around and 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 be so important all right anyone else have anything else should we move on 
I don't know. I really like the the sibling dynamics a lot, like um, what Baxter was saying about like Zivu RF and all of those siblings remind me of these siblings, just the way that they interact with each other. Right, another another set of three siblings. So minus all the killing. Really, minus all the killing. Well, so we far, to the end yeah. Yet. There so far, it's <laughs> they're going to show their love. Going to be killing, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. All right. All right. I will be reading one point four of tattered blood and broken bone. Malkanth's deadly promise. Then it is set. The logic will never find purchase among the unworthy. And be not unclear, though we revile those we seek to challenge. We are truly their kin. If not by marrow's tie, nor blooded divinity, then by our own failings. If not of a kind equal to their transgressions, yet there is honor in the knowing. We alone recognize our lack of worth, and thus stand above those who seek ascension ignorant of their truest reflection, ignorant of the logic's basic demand. But I say now, with an unfettered mind, the sword logic is not all, and the logic can be subverted, must be subverted. I have studied paths both honored and depraved, the might of Oryx, the strength and cunning of his sisters, the folly of Crota's pride, and the necromantic sin of the unfavored. I have long since stolen knowledge from the world's grave, known texts and secret learnings. I have prepared for this day, for the time when reliance on the rule of might, the survival of the fittest, would prove to be misguided. Our understanding of its meaning, flawed and open to manipulations by those willing to find strength, purpose, in heresy. I say, we are they, the sinners, the heretics. I say, let us sin. Let us be the liars and conspirators whose self-made truth topples stagnant, uninspired belief and births a new dynasty. Dearest Akrazul, dearest Azavath, Brother, sister, let us reap the just affliction of our suffering's reward. We shall claim the burden of dominion and endure the pains of such tremendous weight, just as all others will endure, as final, unwelcome recompense, the harsh realities of their end. All right, so now we've moved into promising. Malkanth is now basically taking what she we're getting a little bit more information about what um, she's studied and how she promises to enact it. Um, I find this quite interesting. She studied. She's kind of been the researcher of the group. Uh, she studied 
things like Oryx and his sisters, Crota, but also one that's always been more interesting to me is the, the necromancy sin of the unfavored or Nocris, who quite often is viewed as, you know, he, he, he was thrown out of, um, well, he was disowned by Oryx. And it's always mentioned mm-hmm. that necromancy is viewed as a negative aspect among the hive because of it undoing sword logic. But I find it very interesting that she refers to it as the logic being subverted. And I think we have to remember that Oryx kind of set aside the sword logic to be a very specific way. You know, if you have someone like Savathun, she's always used trickery. I kind of think that Nakris was not necessarily a heretic, but just did not follow the the principles of maybe his straight family line. I think that necromancy plays a very interesting role in the hive. Um, and I would think that that would be... I feel like it would be foolish that the hive didn't look into that at some point, that certain hive. I mean, that totally feels like a, a, a Sabathun kind of, kind of idea. Um, and I find it very interesting that this is not just, as they said, going against the sword logic, but they're kind of subverting it. It's You're going around it in a way. You're still gaining some power understanding, but you can undo the negative effects of what sword logic brings about. So I just think that's quite interesting. Sword logic has been brought out as like the only defining characteristic of the hive, but we're seeing a flexibility even in that way, which is it, it kind of takes that whole black and white picture and throws a little bit more gray in there, even in a race like the Hive, who are usually widely agreed upon to be kind of a, a, a negative force in the universe. Did you guys already discuss the um, setup of all of these cards? The next card doesn't have it, but every other card did. Um, every line starts with open quotations. None of them are closed until the very last one. I didn't know if there was any reason for that type of grammatical setup. Which, uh... All the cards. All four of the cards. Every line starts with open oh. quotes, but there's never any closed quotes until the very last line of every card. And I just thought that was odd. I personally think that is to signify that this is all one person talking, but yeah, they're breaking yeah. up of thoughts. It's set up in novels when there's multiple paragraphs. You never close it until the last paragraph, yeah. but it's always continued as a quote at the beginning of each one. Yeah. I, just because it's it is done in I think it is odd paragraphs. that they do have the you know the the opening at every single line but maybe that's just to you to know, remind you that it's still one person talking, talking at each other maybe they're actually speaking to each other and they're all like at the But even then that would yeah, indicate closed paragraphs that's what I think but this this maybe is just one person talking table. each card is one person's yeah. thoughts I think it's I mean it, I know it is a, it's a common rule in in English, but it is odd that like you don't see this in any other entries or grimoire cards, you know. Um, well, a, I know Bungie typically choice. doesn't do things exactly. Bungie does not. Bungie is very specific in the way that they write their cards. Yeah. You know, like we've seen when they write with the nine, everyone's text is a little bit different to indicate all the different people talking. Um, mm-hmm. Or they'll do other things. You know, they're very intentional about the way that they make their grammatical choices or their spelling choices and stuff like that. And um, so that's just what I've been picking up on yeah. in all of the cards. It's in all mm-hmm. four of these first 
one mm-hmm. first four. Um, it's not on the fifth one. And then obviously next week we'll see the other cards and see if it's in those as well. Oh, you know what it is? The Hive are doing a podcast. <laughs> and everybody's just cutting everybody off? It, like, it, it, each card is, is somebody speaking, and then the next card is the next speaker. Mm-hmm. It feels yeah. more like the they're next speaker. in uh, a <laughs> courtroom. <laughs> no, it feels like Sorry, they're in a courtroom all giving their dis- they're all giving their like opening statements uh-huh. for like Ooh. a trial is what it feels like. That's that's kind of what I yeah. I agree. I think that each one of these cards is just one person talking, but it's almost when you hear someone give a, a discourse or a public speaker, you know, after each main point, they might pause. And so these lines are all very broken up. I would read it in a way, and you know, is then it is set. The logic will never find purchase among the unworthy. And like each line, it's almost like pausing for uh for dramatic effect in a way. Yeah. Um you know, it's kind of like, you know, like poetry will be broken up by lines. You're not supposed to read it in lines. You're supposed to read it as one long flow the proper way. But they're kind of broken up that way sometimes to give you as the reader, you can kind of view different thoughts in each line. And that's kind of how I view view these cards. It's like each line is a thought that you can kind of digest that line as an individual line. But then it's also part of the larger completely closed brackets of their overall podcast statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my understanding of it. You have any thoughts there, Mrs. Hyven on, or you were just curious. I was just curious. I had noticed it in the second card and obviously I had to step away. So um, I wasn't able to mention it at the time. And I was just wanting to make sure I got my, my thought in there before we moved to a card that didn't have that. <laughs> You're just um, in time too. The one, the one thing I, I wanted to point out is they're literally talking about subverting the logic, subverting the, the sword logic. You know, I say we are they, the sinners, the heretics. I say let us sin. We've like the only time we've seen that has been the brood that is with Nocris, and that that's only because they are directly working for Nocris, and he's directly working for Zol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I find that interesting that Zol doesn't have any problem with that. The worm gods themselves do not have the issue. This is technically would be a hive concept that this necromancy is frowned upon. Yeah. Yeah, but I think Zol was like an outcast, right? He was. Yeah, I think he kind was... of. He was so a maybe, small maybe worm. He... He, yeah, he was. He maybe was he... the smallest. Maybe he's. Um... Maybe he's okay with it, but the other worm gods would not be okay with it. I don't know. I could see that. And kind of like, really, I guess it's just it's warring factions, in the worm yeah. gods in the hive. We got that in the nine. Like, you know, Bungie likes to throw in, um, I think, dissension in these groups. You know, we even see it in the Guardians. Mm-hmm. I think it makes the story a little bit more interesting. That it's we see not it in the all... Vex as yeah, well. It's, exactly. It's not all just kind of like one linear grouping. Mm-hmm. We see it in their time travel theories. 
Time travels all over the place. All right. Who else trying to move into our, our next card? I think that's the last one for this episode. I do believe so. So we have one last card. This is the introduction to a new section of the story. Uh, the letters or podcast quotes, however we want to view it, of these original siblings. It's now going to swap to kind of a scene being played out for us. And so that is what our next card is. Two, an audience with slaughter. As below. In the circle, in the pit, at the bottom of damnation's well, a gathering of brutalists vies for a seat upon an eternal throne. A thousand warriors of dust and ruin clamor for the ritual beginning to another slaughter. As above, would-be puppet masters watch with keen eyes from the crimson towers that hang from the jagged walls of the necropolis hollowed and hollow, hallowed and hollowed I'm going to start that one over. Redderman, Redderman reverse there for a second. Hmm. Would-be puppet masters watch with keen eyes from the crimson towers that hang from the jagged walls of the necropolis hallowed and hollowed ground. They of cunning thought and grand design who lack the brute strength to, to take the sword logic's gift by force. They who consider themselves the shadowed architects of empires. They who build their legacy upon the trade of secrets, the gossip of ages, and the sowing of lies. Words their weapons, cutting as any blade. Among the murmuring lords of wicked tongues, tainted royalty glides to the fore. Sisters of the anti-mercy, sisters of doom, the daughters of Crota, daughters of the Worldbreaker. The offspring of destruction, direct heirs to the abandoned throne, yet removed from the pit's calling. The same privileged manipulators who ex whose existence Malkanth and her siblings wish to challenge, wish to destroy. The daughters have come to judge those who dare fight for claim. They seek a warrior fit to raise the celestial heavens that mar the ebon expanse. Surely, one must walk amongst the countless descendants of their father's father. Besserith whispers her doubts, seconded by Vashir. Kinox remains silent, contemplating their station and the depths from which they must ascend if the swarm is ever to reclaim its own destiny. Hashladun, the eldest, the inundated, narrows her glare. Her sisters fall silent. The slaughter is set to begin. Man, that's I wanted to say Hashbrown. Oh that's such mm -hmm. an ominous line for us to end this week on. Way to go on that pick, Elemist. <laughs> Elemist loves to pick our breaks. No, think of it as like, you know, something that's tantalizing and making you want to come back for more. Oh, yeah. Like really Are you good tantalized or not a threat. Yeah. I'm ten yeah. yeah. Have you never was, finished yeah. oh my. have you ever never finished like a chapter of a book or the end of a book or the, the end of a season where they're like, everyone just died. You turn in like the very, very first episode of the next season, everything's fine. Don't worry. But that's how they get <laughs> you to like come back. It's like adventure movies. <laughs> 
But like yeah. in in you're this, you're talking to me as if I read books, babe. I, that's why I moved to movies. Sorry. Oh, I cut or out when you shows. said movies. That makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, when in our marriage have you ever seen? You know, a TV. I, I was saying like a TV show. The series has to have a cliffhanger. Well, yeah, season finale. and then it's like it takes the first episode for it to be like okay. This one but, doesn't but take the they... first episode if it makes you feel better. It just progresses more and more from here. And then they all jump off the clip, the cliff. Not this time. No, these are the hive, not the awoken. <laughs> oh God, I loved that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. i want to point out the word raise there when it says they seek a warrior fit to raise the celestial heavens uh that mar the ebon expanse raise is spelled r-a-z-e is there a reason for that yes that means like to destroy yeah like to to you like raise a like, village that means you just is, like yeah, exactly. absolutely like burn it to the ground the, nothing is means left completely except like destroyed. the actual yeah villages okay, were I'm raised confused, to the ground like, so not raised up high they're not like raising them up the they're literally burning them down it's like the it's the exact opposite. well you could have barn raisings but it would be different than the barn raisings <laughs> you're thinking of it'd be like a tornado <laughs> doing a barn raising Synonyms are destroy, demolish, raise to the ground, tear down, pull down, knock down. That is a horrible word then, because anybody who does not see how it is written. That's why you got to go to Ishtar Collective and read the grammar. Come on, guys, follow along <laughs> with us as we do the podcast. That's why we have to point out podcast. all of these things. No, you, that's a good point. That is a good point. That that is a good point. Yeah. Because you Thanks. could definitely, try to have them you, you definitely could view that very differently if you thought it was you, you, yeah, to raise the celestial heavens. Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought they were looking for like an amazing warrior that was gonna like raise up all of their army in like this amazing like God among men kind of way. Well, you mean in like a way Baxter? they are. Like Baxter. I mean, they are the hive. <laughs> Callback. So, so like yeah, for, for the hive yeah. though, yeah, you're right. That is like what the hive, like burning everything yeah. to yeah. the ground. Like that is the the best thing ever for the hive. So, one thing I want to point out is Hash Brown is the eldest. Yes. I'm glad you've realized that Hash Brown is the correct pronunciation of Hashlodium. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that for ages. I said it first. Yeah, I got it from you. I learned it from you. <laughs> I'm teaching things to people. <laughs> Bad things. Um, oh, one thing. To, one thing. To, oh one thing to be of note. Like, we'll remind. We'll remind when we cover this in the next episode. But these next couple cars, um, they all have the same structure: the as below, as above. Uh, and this is because there are the two viewpoints. We have the viewpoint of the hive taking part in basically this battle royale down on the ground, and up at the top of that big old red tower. You know, we can visualize that on the moon as above. That is basically the they're referred to it as like the necropolis. It is that that high um, location where the nobles sit and watch kind of from like on high. So that is a structure that continues on for the next couple cars. I just want to call that out because that actually shows that division that the original siblings were kind of chastising how these ones on high 
Hash Ladoon and her siblings are, they're making the calls, but the ones who are actually enacting the sword logic, doing all the work, are the warriors down on the ground who are basically slaughtering each other. Yeah. yeah. And see, that that's that's the interesting thing for me. Like, when I originally read this book, I thought Malkanth, Azavath, and Akrazul were the daughters of Crota. But, like, mm. come to find out, they're just random warriors that are just kind of like, to hell with the daughters. Yeah. And, yeah. and th- like, that's just interesting to me. You know, it was bound to happen. Nobody has, cha- nobody has challenged Oryx since his siblings. But, you know, they were always on kind of par with him to a degree, short of until he really kind of convened with the deep. But even then, they've still all kind of gone their own ways to, you know, keep in, at similar strength. But, you know, it's only a matter of time before somebody's family lineage or somebody's rule is challenged. So this is kind of, this is at the point. And like, what better point than at a time where there's no clear leader and, you know, there's sort of some questioning. It's when, you know, like, uh, like, for example, for Petra, you know, Petra's rule was questioned by some because there was no proper queen. Um, she was just a regent. And at this point, we don't even have a regent. We just have this group of individuals who, um, by birthright, chose to kind of just say they're in charge, but they won't actually take charge. So I find yeah. that kind of, you know, that's very negative, I think, to the hive. Because the way hive have ruled in the past has been through basically just brute force and slaughter, not just standing up on high. And it's a very weird, like, way to view like they're at a fancy like you know there's a tea party going on up there they have a fancy banquet hall going on you know there's lots of snacks and but, but there isn't <laughs> like in the within the whole structure of the hive that oryx put into place there is a certain element of like the reason that the tithing exists is because you know even though oryx was the most powerful he couldn't spend if he was going to figure out like the the secrets to the universe and and to, to understanding the sword logic and you know communing with the darkness he didn't he he couldn't spend all of his time killing there needed to be some other way to satisfy his worm without killing all the time and that whole structure probably led to a a system where there are many layers mm-hmm. where like you know, like like um, Air, Air Inuk and Air Halak. Did I pronounce those right? You know, yeah. what, uh, the, yeah. the the daughters of of uh, Oryx, who like studied death and found a way to create the the Oversoul. Yeah. Um, like they wouldn't have had the the capability to do that if they if there wasn't this structure in place, and there's probably an element of that with the hive on the moon as well in that when crota was around and the you know they were killing guardians and there was this like you know feudal Pyramid system team. yeah well, you know yeah. there was this this tithing yeah. um while that was was going on the you know the daughters of crota probably played a, a, a significant role an important role in the in the running of that civilization yeah. but of course now without crota and without you know like the 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 hive on the moon 
they aren't exactly defeated, but they're not they're not at the same level of strength that the, yeah. that they that they were previously. You know, they're kind of in this stalemate with guardians. Yeah. They don't really have a you know, head to like tithe all the way up to. You know, it doesn't quite yeah. reach the top at this point. And there's kind of, I guess it's 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 almost like a, it's it's a, it's a without without somebody truly without a proper leader, it's kind of just an artifact of a, of a, a like a civilization that doesn't exist anymore. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great way of putting it. It's, you know, where, like, a king is assassinated, but the court is still around. But they yeah, haven't quite exactly. decided what to do yet. So they, they do, it's not that they necessarily have just randomly gained this power, but they don't yeah. really have, a, like, a head to mm-hmm. to kind of oversee, their, like, for, like, the last say. I just, I, I do find I mean, it interesting that one of them does not try to take it, though. As opposed to they want to try to build up a warrior, you know. As Hash Luna mm-hmm. is the eldest, it's I find it interesting that she does not try to to take the position herself. And I'm just curious. I wonder why. If it's just convenience, comfortability. I think you know, like 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 Savathun was able to satisfy the role that she that she kind of adopted because she was so much more intelligent than than pretty much anybody else. Um, Oryx and uh, Zivu Arath were both. They, they got their roles by being the most powerful. And I think for the for the daughters of Crota, I would presume that they are witches. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I doubt that they would be like knights. That's kind of you know that that I I yeah. I don't have a lot to base that on. But you know the fact that um they're kind of above it all and like watching it and then down below you know like you have the knights like Zolmak and everybody else fighting with each other it's kind of you know that they probably don't have the strength the the daughters of Crota perhaps don't have the the, the strength to take the throne yeah. to take like Crota's position that is a good point because it is called out later in the book that when they see a wizard uh, i guess i shouldn't go in too far but w- at one point when the daughters see a wizard basically fighting with blades they're very almost shocked um, you know we think of wizards as like the death singers not or the witches and wizards whereas usually it is like the knights who are kind of just getting in there and fighting so that is interesting i never quite thought about that you know we do know hash Ladoon, at least we've seen so we could assume that all of the sib- well and we've seen be really the others to- yeah in the Deathbringer we, mission, are they all there? I don't even remember I believe now so. that mission. I, I'm gonna have to look back at it, but there were plenty of daughters of Crota. It would be interesting, you know. That would make that brings me to the question: Is I'd be very interested to see what Zivu Arath, what form Zivu Arath takes at this point, as mm. the sibling of like full on war. Is she right. still a is she still a wizard witch, or granted they might look completely different. I mean, we technically haven't seen Sabathun. Well, We've I only think she, seen Oryx. Is, is she not described as like a knight because she always wanted to take the knight? That's what I thought too. Form. She, yeah, she always wanted to take the knight form. Sabathun wanted to take the mother form. Mm-hmm. 
It's true. I just guess I guess it's maybe because when Crota kind of took that form, he it went from mm-hmm. she to the the pronoun to her to to him. Whereas mm-hmm. we never quite got that with Zebu Wrath. But now I guess yeah, I'm getting he could into just be uh, identifying as male. So yeah, but they're yeah. I guess yeah. I guess I thought that was because of the change in um, in form. But you could be right. Maybe mm. now I'm trying to rationalize Hive uh, like genetics and, always, and gender and stuff. Yeah. I don't think but like really even. I never be... thought the gender was really that important for Hive. Simply because yeah. I'm like y'all look the same. Yeah, I didn't think that. I guess I just kind of. I mean, that's true. We do have like witches and wizards. Yeah. You know, is that are they the same gender? Does that is the only thing? Is there any difference between them? They all float around in a dress. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. But no, like. Sorry, I'm wrecking your like really like high level intense. That's like like, that's like no, that's a good point. I mean, it's kind of like that is kind of like the point though. (laughs) I guess I guess my point was just like why did Oryx take the gender swap necessarily? Was it because of a form change, or was it something completely unrelated? um, Just because he wanted to be a king Mm. morph. Yeah, Yeah, Oryx is dead. Who knows? It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, like you mentioned, Sivu, and like the only thing that that we really got from her once Oryx became, you know, O Oryx, um, we didn't see much of the other sisters. It's true, yeah. So, like, Sivu might have gone through. A uh, uh, sex change or whatever. That's what I'm wondering. If, we we don't if, know. <laughs> if we have a new a different morph, what she would look like. Yeah. That's true. You know, I guess I get, I guess the really stems back to the I guess the point Baxter originally made is like we see these do 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 knights and wizards have a distinguishing like power level? Um, mm. Our knights. I think it's over nine thousand. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and would that be a point why Hashladoon did not take? that form because that was not you know maybe she was the mother morph and so not not wanting to take up the the throne in the same way crota did i guess sabbath that's why sabbathoon plays a part in this this book later on probably there's a reason she can work her magic in there interesting I'm sorry, the witch queen, Elmist. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I know what makes you happy. It's not saying Savathun's name. You know what? You just typed anamorph in chat, and that just made me think of like sticking things in people's ears and taking them over, which is going to be really <laughs> weird in this book because when we start taking over bodies. It's right? because you guys kept saying like, the different like morphs or something so i was like oh it's like animorph it is it is <laughs> sorry no nope, you're fine all right i today. i have nothing else really to say <laughs> on this i'm just distracted by the pups and the heater that they still want only thing i've got to say is there were four daughters of grota besserith foshir kanox and hash Ladoon. so we see how far that got them. 
Yeah, I think that's really the only description of children for him. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned for the slaughter to begin next week. Yay! <laughs> right. If you want slaughter, we got it. Very excited about the slaughter. This is you guys. I came for the animorphs. I stayed for the slaughter. <laughs> and that's how we get you to come back next week. Yep. I, I always come for the animals. Also, I'm on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll we'll leave it there. Some of the, the the fun discussion can continue on as we get more details in the book. Um. So we'll go into shout outs. Baxter, you want to kick us off with any shout outs? Yeah. So I know I I, I spoke a lot about the Ishtar Collective. Um, but I also take part in another uh, podcast called Loose Cannon which is on Sunday mornings uh, every other every other weekend, so it's not on tomorrow. Although, I guess this episode isn't going out tomorrow, so that might be a confusing message. Anyway, Loose Cannon, and it, it's a Sunday morning low show, and we just talk rubbish and go off on tangents for like an hour. Um, but you can like follow us on... Show. Uh, I think yours is a lot more organised, <laughs> to be honest. Um... And really, I, I, no one's ever said that ever. It's yes. no, it's super organized. I'm really <laughs> impressed. It's really good. Hyven, you've done, done a great job. Made it, Hyven. We're, Thank you. we're organized, right? The, the original <laughs> setup of me and Elamist was very structured and dry, and we we still try to cling on to the the base of it <laughs> at least. Um. So yeah, coming. So it's it's myself and um, a non pig, and Rhino, who were both very cool people in the law community in their in their own right um yeah so just shout out to them and shout out to all of the ishtar collective people there's so many cool people um i didn't mention jazzy before who who kind of manages all of the transcripts on the site um yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of really cool people involved and just thank you to all of them and you say we can check out everyone on the credits page on the website, correct? Yeah, at, at awesome. ishtar-collective.net. Yeah, we've got, we have got we try and keep that up to date. I actually need cool. to add uh, a bunch of people to that, but uh, I'll try and do it before the episode goes out. <laughs> All right, Elamist, shout-outs? You going to shout-out Ishtar to Baxter. Collective like normal? <laughs> ah. Shout-out to yeah, Baxter. Yeah, he shouts-out Ishtar Collective every week. Every single episode. Yeah, oh. because it makes our show notes so easy. For because him to that's do. that's where I pull the show notes from. Every week. So like every week. And I'm, when he doesn't, we rag on him and we we shout <laughs> we out him about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, shout out well, to Baxter you. for creating an amazing resource that we use every week. Um. And thanks for coming on. This was fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. I I should have I should have given a shout out to you. Actually, that's a good point. Thank you so much for inviting me to come <laughs> on the show. And uh, yeah, Yay. it's 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 been loads of fun. So thanks a lot. Woohoo! I'm very happy to have you. You can come back anytime. Ah, absolutely. Harass you until anytime. you agreed. So you <laughs> did, but in a really nice way. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> it's so, one of Orchid's so, best features. So I Harassing guess I'm gonna have really to. Nice way. I guess I'm gonna have to shout out Orchid for harassing Baxter. <laughs> Not to the point that he, you know, got a restraining order or anything, but you know, I never <laughs> harass people that much. It's only to the point that they like it. <laughs> oh wow, that face! It's a very specific line. I understand. 
that's one of those, uh, I won't be able to make it. We can make time. <laughs> we will make it we so can you can. We can record at any time. We're not locked in to 6 p.m. on a Saturday. We are not. We, we record at a different time, time every week, honestly. We have a kind of schedule, but we, we're very flexible. We don't even yeah. record on the same day sometimes. It gets crazy. Yeah. You have any more shout-outs, Salamis? I'm good. All right. Uh, myself, shout-out to my whole podcast team here. And, of course, Baxter for making this episode, both in your beautiful work at Ishtar Collective along with the whole team, but also just uh, for being here. It's always fun to talk with you when we do the Destiny quarterly reviews. Being here, I always enjoy having um, some lore people to talk to. So they give me a hard time. They always say I'm too professional and not goofy enough. So I enjoy having some lore conversation. It's not that you're not goofy <laughs> enough. It's just that you're you lean more to the professional side. But everyone has their job. We need that. I think you have you strike a good balance. You, you know, it's like all of your superpowers together combined. Oh my god, we are <laughs> Voltron. Oh my god. Yeah. We're Captain Planet, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Captain Planet. <laughs> oh god. We're talking I'm about Captain Planet. Right, I was just talking about Captain Planet yesterday. That's so funny. Shout out to Captain Planet. All right, babe. <laughs> My <laughs> shout outs are done. Um, yeah, you're you're done. Uh, <laughs> I want to shout out, took a big duke uh, from our Discord. <laughs> it sounded weird when I started. Um, he just like hopped in my fire team yesterday while I was in a I was in a party with Hyven and our friend Red, but I wasn't playing with them. And he was just like, hey, what you doing? Do you need help? And I was like, this is what I'm trying to do, but I don't know where all of this stuff is. And I'd keep Googling it and I'm still struggling. And he was like, well, let me show you where it is. And just like took me around the moon and helped me with what I was trying to do and was just super awesome. And like, it was just a lot of fun. We weren't even in like a party or anything. We were just talking through fire team chat through like the PC. And it was a really good time. And I had a lot of fun. And thank you. And that's my shout outs. Also, shout out to everybody here, um, considering I was mostly like either not next to my computer for like two of the cards and for the last card, mildly distracted. Um, I just saw that Virginia Cancer Center is actually re requesting that all people who sew, if they have the ability to try and sew some face masks because they really desperately need some there, um, especially because a lot of the cancer patients really, really need masks right now. So I was looking up all of the patterns that they were posting, and I think that might be what I do for the rest of my day if I have everything. I have a lot of fabric for the type that they recommend. I just need to see if I have the elastic, and if not, I think I'm about to go hit up Walmart. And yep. so a bunch of base masks. So I'm kind of cute excited about masks. that project. They're gonna be really cute. The, all the fabric yeah. I have is super cute. Yeah, so it's I'm pretty be excited. Really cute. You don't want like pretty excited fabric. You need cute fabric. Yeah, it's all really cute. I have good fabric mm -hmm. for boys and girls, and so I'm I'm pretty excited about it. And yeah, so that's why I was very distracted. So thank you for letting me be distracted. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's not a podcast all. if you're not distracted or falling asleep at some point on it. Pretty much. Right. <laughs> right pretty much yeah all right well orchid close us out here yes i'm always last save the best for last <laughs> um thanks baxter for putting up with me and letting me harass you until you said yes um i had so much fun it doesn't seem like it because i didn't say very much but 
sword logic is really confusing to me. It's all nonsense. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'll let the I'll let the lore people talk about it. I'll sit over here. <laughs> <laughs> Do my nails, which is a right. Orchid is our expert social media and guest yeah. inviter. And all things trees. I'm yeah, you know, have a question about trees, I'm there. Wanna know about the hey, when we were talking making about making toilet paper, I will tell you. But. Yeah, but when we were talking about the different types of like atmosphere on I don't remember one of the cards we were talking about. Like, oh, we were titan. talking about Titan. Yeah. 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 And all yeah. of that stuff, you know, I, your science was on it. Yeah, man. Yes. I, however, am never on it. <laughs> I'm just over good. here with the grammatical questions. That's all I bring to the table because all I do all day long at work is proofread. So I'm just like, why did Bungie do this? Why did Bungie do That's not normal. Why did Bungie do that? Why that's does Bungie do anything half the time? Like, that's, that's my question. <laughs> you know, you anyway, know, most of it, I um, think yeah, they're just so harassing us. And we just... Done with the shadows. Um, so yeah, thanks, Baxter. Uh, thanks to Focus Fire Chat for letting me babysit Blue Crew during their stream <laughs> on Friday last <laughs> week. Last week at the when this recording drops, um, that's going to happen a lot more often. That was fun. That was really it... fun to watch. <laughs> so March twenty seventh, probably. Yes. I don't March twenty seventh is when March twenty seventh. Yeah, because mm-hmm. today's that's the twenty eighth. That's when it. Right. Yeah, that's when it happened. Well, when we're but recording next week. Yeah, when we're recording. Yeah, next week when it drops, it'll be last week. Life is hard. Time is hard, guys. It is. <laughs> Timey wimey. Timing, mean, yeah, wibbly, wibbly, wobbly. Just, just drink some radioloria. You'll be all right. I don't want to drink that unless I have Risk Runner on, and then you know I'm gonna fucking bathe in it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You just run a little through the radiolorian just so you can help mm. get. Just get yesterday, your- she was like, "Is this regular water or Vex milk?" Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "What are are you trying to run through radiolorian?" I was like, "Maybe." I was like, maybe, "That maybe. that counts as arc, doesn't it?" Like, it yeah. does. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. It does. totally does. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like trying to find some shit. to run through. Mm-hmm. It's normal. Because I've because I've totally thought about doing Garden of Salvation with Risk Runner. What? You should. It's true. It'd be good you for should. ads. Mm-hmm. Risk Runner. All right. Be well, constantly that's what propped. I ran when I did it. The one time I did it. I yeah. am the Risk Runner. Mm-hmm. You are. JK, I don't run. <laughs> you need some theme music now. Oh, yeah. Also, um, if anyone who listens wants to be a guest, um, hit me up at Hey It's Orchid on Twitter and we'll Absolutely. talk. Absolutely. Because yeah. we'd love to have you. Absolutely. Because I love making new friends. As We um, love. Mrs. Hyven from... said that I am the. She's a friend hoarder. hoarder of friends. I'm a friend hoarder. She's the hoarder of friends. <laughs> We love everyone from the creator of things such as Ishtar Collective um, mm. all the way to just crazy Sean Jones, who we adore and is basically family and has an open invitation as well. Him and Just Flamin arguing over who was more important. No, just so waiting for just the 30 Flamin minutes too. for Flamin to figure out how to set everything up every time. Oh, my God. Right. But I have to shout out <laughs> Just Flamin too, because if I only say Sean, Just Flamin will be a little butthurt and, you know, <laughs> well, you just can't have can't that. Hurt. Well, my sweet because son, he's baby too Flamin. precious. Well, yeah, he's now too he's precious. daddy Flamin. No, no he's still he my sweet baby. <laughs> he's little oh baby Flamin. He changed he's his gamer tag. Baby Flamin. It doesn't matter that he's like six foot two and towers oh my God, over me. So tall. 
He's but... a little bit of a flame and but yeah. A little bit of a so <laughs> we love and appreciate everyone and their support. So we are always open to have various people on here. You just gotta let us know. That's really all it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, all right, everyone that, say bye so I can say my bump Well, we'll, um, we'll finish off with our reminders. Once again, oh, you yeah, can find us those. on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. Uh, you can message directly at hey, it's Orchid, at Mrs. underscore Hyven, and at I underscore am underscore Elemist. Of course, you yeah, can also I, send a good old-fashioned email, guardians underscore lore at outlet.com. We all can, we all have access to that, and Elemist usually heads up that one. Uh, we also have our Instagram, Guardians of Lore, and so there may be some new pictures during quarantine when Mrs. Ivan is bored. Uh, please re- leave yeah, a review. Yeah, I mean, uh, if th- the bar is low for that, then yeah. <laughs> I was. I was you just you not made sure that one. I, I don't want to. I, will, I, I am definitely going to put pictures on yeah. it. I claim no attachment medical quarantine. to the Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's if the all bar is low for that. Shit's about to go down. I think yeah, just just put put loads of stuff on that. I want to see everything. Yes. Yeah. You can show our recording setups. You got my table. You got yeah. dolls. You got all kinds yeah. of fun stuff. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. Everything. This is what the, this well, is what the fans want to see. Okay, not everything. I didn't mean that. <laughs> not, but you know, Elmus <laughs> is like, like I usually record a without pants. Of... It's like the time I took a picture of this shirt and sent it to like Elemist and Hyven and Orchid. And I was like, guys, the shirt came in. And for a hot second, Elemist was like, why'd she send me a picture of her bibs? And I was like, <laughs> not what I sent. <laughs> he was very confused. <laughs> well, on that note, leave us a review on our random Instagram photos and our podcast. You can do that wherever you listen to your podcast. Except Usually, Spotify, yeah. because they don't do reviews because they suck. Spotify apparently, apparently has volume high volume. Is on point. Yeah, they have high volume, yeah. but they don't have a review feature. Uh, you can also join our Discord. Can't have it all. It is welcome to anyone. Really all you have right to now, do guys. is read, accept the rules, and there are plenty of chats for all kinds of various things, including feedback where you can leave reviews there also. And to close it off, Baxter, where can anyone find you if they're looking for you? One more so, time. You can find me uh, on Twitter at Baxter, which is B-A-X-T-3-R. And also I run the Ishtar Collective Twitter account, which is Ishtar Call, C-O-L-L. And um, I'm always posting updates on the Ishtar Collective website, ishtar-collective.net. Everyone go there and then read lore during lunch breaks. Yeah. You yeah. guys can follow along with our Google podcast, random, right? Or not oh, Google, but like search random words on there and just see what weird connections you can make. It's kind of fun. It's a fun mm-hmm. game. I play it often <laughs> yeah. because I never it's know what I'm talking my, about. It's one of my favorites on my like Google home screen when I open my browser <laughs> in Chrome. Every day, just hey. throw up a fresh word and see what you see what rabbit hole you can go down. I mean, like, like we'll be sitting here talking and I won't know what we're talking about. So I'll just like throw it in there real quick and see what's going on. I'll be like, oh, it's also in this card. I sound so knowledgeable. <laughs> Cross-referencing. Quarantine is the perfect time to jump in. Yeah. yeah. Cross-reference read your heart out. Lore, guys. Quarantine <laughs> challenge. Guardians of Lore Quarantine Challenge. Read all the lore that we have gone over since all episode the one. That, <laughs> since episode that is one. Listen and read challenge. along. Yeah, yep. there's a lot wow. of reading. Some of 
It's impressive. This book specifically takes a while to read the whole thing. It's pretty long. The only time I read the lore is when I'm reading it for this podcast. And I only do it for the other people in the world who also don't enjoy reading and want to listen to it. So I suffer so you don't have to. Oh, my. You're a pretty fine reader. (laughs) Dramatic. (laughs) All right. Well, why don't we close out then? I think we are finishing off. So goodbye. Take care. Bye. Sweet. It looks all right. Oh, it yeah. looks like it's recording. I think it, it looks works. like I'm recording too. Maybe. All right, baby, got test, the back of recording going. Test. Oh, I haven't started that one yet. Good call. <laughs> I went like through the whole episode before I started the back of recording one time. Oh, jeez. I've been messing with my own personal stream stuff, so it's a hot mess over here. But I got it all straight. All right, we are good. I think volumes are all good. I'm gonna hide that. I'm good so over here. I don't hit stop by accident. Oh yep. yeah, let me. Right. Oh god, I'm, I'm always scared. so afraid I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm just yeah. gonna like mute myself, stop the recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, and I'm no. getting my software mute button. <laughs> you better. It's very helpful. <laughs> there we go. Very helpful. You will be in trouble. There's so many things going on on my screen. I need like six screens right now, and I only got one. All right. Does everybody have the show notes up? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yep. babe, whenever you're ready. All right. Here we go. And, and we have a special guest. I'm boxed. Oh, sorry. I thought no, I was. Go ahead. <laughs> I apologize. I just. We don't really have a proper way. Some people we like don't. interest we themselves. Just... Some people just sit there quietly waiting. So go for it. You I'll... do you, Bill. Okay. This is gonna be horrible. That's not what the card says. That's just how I feel after reading the first line. <laughs> Malkanith's blasphemous. Mal. Okay, let me just. Pop. See, this is why I said problematic words, and then Hive is just like, do your best. Hold you on, I gotta read this. Color. You're right, Orchid, but I gotta no, read she, this before the doorbell gonna, rings. Gonna, oh my god. Okay. Malkanith. Ma- fuck. What was it? Malkanth. Thanks.